Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, a weekly podcast following four friends as they battle across a homebrewed world called Interiath in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Step into our mystical world called Antiriath and follow our party of three dummies as they adventure across the lands. Talit Grug, half-orc, half-mystery, the fighter, played by Taylor. Body Knot Greenleaf, the halfling rogue with a penchant for taking things that don't belong to him, played by Josh, and the ever-mysterious Eclarian Shadow, half-elf ranger from the Eclarian Mountains, played by Seth. And last but not least, the creator of our beautiful world, the man of many voices, and our dungeon master, Sam. All right, Mr. Uh, Mr. Seth, did you want to do a... I wish I had an air horn right here. Oh, man. Recap! Okay, so last time, we had downtime. Everybody kind of did their thing. Shadow went down to the drunken boar in Oberport. Uh, took, him, took him a good good while. And uh, found out that the elf that had tried to kill us was a moon elf. He bribed the bartender for an introduction to the penguin man, who I found out later was named Dudlin Herbert, and we got a little bit of information from him, mostly just strong denials, which leads me to believe that that is definitely a path worth pursuing in the future. Um, followed him to the Hayward Inn, where he had a Lady of the Night accompany him. Um, during that time, Talek was getting sucked off by the Pallid Light the longsword pallid light. As no, I, was, I don't remember that. Craving enjoyable sucking as Mr. Herbert. Yeah, yeah, not not t- the same type of sucking. Sucking my soul. Body knock went and had a slap fight with uh, Leech and sausages. And sausages. <laughs> Lots you had a slap fight with the sausages. <laughs> Body knock's flatulations on this current journey have been something to behold uh then the party went over to toad hop and uh we talked to a pig named jenna bean who was the mayor of toad hop and we decided to take on assisting the undead bard froderick dartwild who we found out is haunting his old home and cabin because his loot is missing loot was it a loot uh, mandolin Mandolin. His mandolin is Pretty missing. Similar. At which point the party encountered two of the most bizarre characters <laughs> they've encountered thus far. <laughs> Mackerel and Trout. A couple of Cage, halflings. Couple of Cajun swamp halflings. <laughs> yeah, some Cajun swamp halflings. Um, somehow they were left alive. And they pointed us into the direction of Sidian Scaldering at the Scaldering Conservatory. Um, so we went there and Mackerel and Trout had advised that Sidian and one of his guys were tieflings. There's a master key that is around uh, Sidian's neck as well as another master key around the butler's neck. I didn't get his name. Um, upon arrival at the conservatory around 9 p.m. on the 18th of harvest, uh, had a brief dust up in the doorway with Sidian Scaldering and uh, kind of backed off and made our way back out to the front as they asked us very abruptly to leave. And that is where we find ourselves now at the Scaldering Conservatory, um, preparing to throw a halfling up onto a balcony. Mm. Okay. So yeah, what what is kind of y'all's 
what's y'all's what's y'all's plan here? What's y'all's uh? What what time is it? It was around like nine o'clock by the time y'all got here. Like I said, you looked in, you saw several people uh, sitting by the fireplace. So what y'all could see from the door there, there was a large dining table in the middle of a room uh, underneath a mezzanine that was actually open to the second floor with chandeliers coming down from above. Uh, There were a couple doors off to the right and a doorway across. Uh, The back left of the room, you actually saw this magical elevator. And then over in the little nook on the left, there was several people sitting around a fire. Most of them appeared to be young people. Uh, You did notice another tiefling man there, as well as three young people of various ages between like 13 and 17. Okay. So I think we should definitely get body knock up to this balcony we can see it looks like it's on the third floor about 30 feet above the front door that would be correct but should we wait a little bit should we should we yeah should we hide out here in the in the woods and maybe just watch the place or since we know most of them are downstairs maybe now would be a better time to get him upstairs i don't know i mean i'll fucking kill him if they come so i don't care right and if something happens, we can bust in the front door. So, and our objective here—they've got the mandolin. We think we don't know, but we think they do, right? Well, the third floor is the inst- like where the instruments are, right? Sidian said, "I'm not giving you the mandolin." Right. So we think he's got it. We know he's Isn't got it. Feel like the yeah. instrument storage area. Yeah. So I'll I'll tell you, y'all. The other thing that Mackerel and Trout did is since they used to work here, they built y'all a sandcastle version of it. So they gave you a basic layout. So yeah, yeah. the first floor, I pretty much just described the whole thing to you. The second floor, you know, is um, rooms for Scythian's students because um, that's what he does now. Scythian's a music teacher. And so the second floor is the students. And then the third floor is, in fact, the, the music room where he teaches the students okay. music and... Uh, does all that sort of stuff and then the there's you know obviously there's a, a walkable roof on the building and uh they explain that there's skylights that look into the music room from the roof also yeah okay yeah oh and also Scythian's room is on the third floor body how high can you climb how far can you throw me yeah that's a good question I think that there's some wisdom to like wait until the house goes to bed. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Do we all want to slink back into the darkness and wait mm-hmm. until midnight? Would it be safer to get up on this roof right now? Yeah, if you don't think anybody will hear us climbing the walls. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's just I don't. I don't either. I I'm, think that I'm you could get it. up there. I yeah, think yeah, y'all yeah. two could. I don't know about me. Yeah, let's do that. Let me try to... Cl- uh, what's my climbing again, Sam? So you... Your advantage is that you don't have to move at half speed. Um, you yeah. still need to make a check, but this is like a, a brick cobblestone building. I mean, okay. you, you don't even need to make a check. It would be very easy to climb. All right, well, uh, I'm going to climb to the that roof. Okay, so what is Shadow and... To Luke doing. I'm gonna cast message on Body Knock now, um, just so okay. we can. I can yeah, what's what's the range on that? Um, it's pretty far, and then it's affected by like thick stone walls and roofs and stuff like that. So let's see. I'll tell you the exact uh, specifics. Okay, message. Oh, it's 120 feet. And I can cast it through solid objects if I'm familiar with the target and know it is beyond the barrier, which I would. Um, Magical, silence, one foot of stone, one inch of metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood blocks the spell. So if he's a few rooms in... So it's stone, so you could go through, like, we'll say through one wall. So if he's in the middle, then I'll just let you make that ruling if I'm able to talk to him. Yeah, I will just see where he is if he gets inside, but as long as he's outside, you should be able to talk to him as long as you're... You know, yes. within a hundred feet of the building. I'm not going to do the Pythagoras on it, but we'll just say about that. All right. So, where okay. are you going to camp out? Um, I'm going to get the front door was there. I'm going to get like over here in the. Uh, I'm going to get like over here in the bushes. Okay, off to the south side a little bit. Yep. 
yeah, there's you you can there's some windows over there, and you can look through and see people milling around, moving back and forth around there. Um, you see a the guy who let you in coming and waiting on people and whatnot. Now, if you get up next to it, you're gonna have to make a stealth check. What if I get like up next to the wall, but not by the windows? You'll still have to make a stealth check for the sound. I'm not gonna get up there then. I didn't want to interrupt, but we need. I want to retcon back that the body knock, not from the balcony, but um, from the rooftop in this dark corner. Here, he drops a rope down. You want body knock to drop your rope down? You when can't have up? my fucking rope. Okay. Don't so give it to me. I'll drop my rope after I tie it off. Tie it off on the flagpole there. Yeah. I will say before you guys start climbing up there, uh, y'all will need to make a stealth check as you climb. You don't need to make a athletics check to climb because it's easy to climb, but you'll need to make a stealth check. Okay. Uh, not twenty and a nineteen because I roll with advantage. Wow. All right. Do I need to make a stealth check? You said. You do. Yeah. Fuck you. I don't need to make a stealth check, as you see. Yep. The two stealthy ones have made Jeez, it to the top. 23 and a 28. Beautiful. That's awesome. Okay, so you're watching these guys climb up there. So yeah, let me describe what you see once you get up here on the roof. Uh, it's a flat roof. There are two towers, each with doors uh, going into them from the top of the roof here. They look like sturdy oak doors uh, with iron fittings, if you will. And then, yeah, from the rooftop here you are looking in to the third floor through these skylights there's eight skylights up here and they're very intricate beautiful skylights that have a uh, shape of a rising or setting sun depending on which side of the uh, east or west that they're on and as you look down into the room, even with the, the pale moonlight that's coming through, it cascades a beautiful, colorful arrangement into the music room below. You see a host of instruments, fiddles, ukuleles, accordions, bagpipes, lutes, lyres, oboes, brass horns, bongos, and violins. Uh, but then there's also some big stuff. There's a full-size harp, a uh, piano, a cello, like some kettle drums, all that sort of stuff. And then there's several padded chairs and kind of like a semicircle around a podium that's at the east side of the room. What are you guys going to do? I whisper to Body Knock to let Talik know to go ahead and try to get up here as quietly as possible because I think we need to try to go through one of these doors. I'm going to FaceTime him and let him know. (laughs) What do y'all see? You see the instruments? Yeah, shit ton of them, man. All right, I'm coming up. How far am I from the instruments, Sam? It's uh, it's a good uh, almost 15 feet down. We'll, we'll say 10 feet mechanically down. Okay, so I'm going to cast the Wand of Magic Detection into that room down at the 30-foot radius. Okay, uh, yeah. Can you draw me the cone for where you're casting it? It's a, is it a cone or is it a sphere? It's a sphere. Oh, okay. Um, Pretty sure. Let me see. Uh, yeah, within 30 feet of you. Okay. Um, you do not detect any magic. Okay. Hey, give me a second. I'm taking my armor off. Just get completely naked. Oh. Taking my plate armor off so I don't have disadvantage. So I strip my plate armor off and I'm going to leave it in this bush that I'm standing next to. Okay, okay. Toss your cock up here. We'll pull you up. So plate armor comes with padded armor underneath. Like that's Mm -hmm. written into the description of plate armor. So if Mm -hmm. you want, you can add padded armor to your inventory and, you know, have that equipped. I think it's literally like one better than just using your decks, but you know, every little bit helps. Cool. I'll do that. And then uh, before you do that, can you make me a stealth check? Yes. It didn't change my AC. (laughs) It should change your AC a lot. 
the padded? No, it didn't. I have something. Oh, the padded didn't improve it. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I dropped it too to take it off. Okay, I'm gonna make my stealth check. I'm gonna try and climb this rope up this corner. Are you still a disadvantage on your stealth check? No. No. Oh, because you have the draconic thing. Yeah. It's 13 plus your dex. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. So I, that's one reason why I was like, I'm just going to take it off. So your skin is hardened enough that you, you get some defense from it. What a funny benefit of taking that sorcerer dip. Okay, I got a 17 since I don't have to roll with disadvantage. Okay, yeah, you uh, you make it up fairly All quietly right. for your big old self. Heck yeah. All right, so we are all on the roof. Okay, so do we remember anything from Mackerel and Trout about which door we might prefer to attempt to enter? Um, yeah, let me see what they tell you about the towers. Um, from the skylights, you can see the thing. There's staircases between all the floors and the towers. Yeah, they didn't go into too much detail about the, the differences of the towers, just that both towers can take you down. Both both staircases and the towers go throughout. Should both, we split up or stay together, guys? I think we stay together. Okay. I think we go to the back of the house. Furthest from I'm the down floor. for whatever. Okay, I like this one back there, yeah. Alright, so we creep over to this tower. Do any of us have lockpicks? Is it I, locked? I, do. I, I, swear, I, I should. I check the door to see if it's locked. Ah, uh, so it, it is locked. Okay. It was an assumption. You, you have something called Thieves' Tools. Yeah. Which I think has a lockpick in it. Yeah. So, what do I need to do to try to pick that? What do I need to roll? So, it's it's a dexterity check using your proficiency with those tools, and I believe you picked up expertise on those tools, right? Yes. He is an expert. Double double proficiency. So I think so. It's a yep. dex check with double proficiency. So it should be the plus nine total. It says. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. You can just, I'll just roll, roll a stealth check. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can roll a sleight of hand. It's the same too. Twenty six though. Woo. Okay, so you're nice down there. I was really good at the Skyrim minigame, to be fair. So right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're down there uh, fiddling with the key. And you're like, oh yeah, this isn't too bad. It's kind of a tough lock, nice quality. And you're getting all the pins set. And about the moment that you're like, ah, got it. You hear this really weird, unsettling buzzing sound, like a humming, loud, almost like an army of insects, like. And the more the sound creeps in, it gets louder and louder. And I don't like it. I need everybody to make me a constitution saving throw. Mm. Ten. Constitution. Nineteen. Mine's gonna be shitty. Oh, actually, thank you, dice, for leaning. Fifteen. Okay. You guys all feel this unsettling like swirling in your head like you're getting really lightheaded and Talik you actually are overcome by this feeling of lightheadedness and you actually collapse onto the ground unconscious and mm. the other two of you still hear this sound but you're able to fight through it and i need you all to roll initiative as this sound has been getting closer and closer to you and overwhelming you but you're not sure where it's coming from yet i rolled a 17 for initiative uh 19 for me and <laughs> another 19 jeez i got to 19 as well oh y'all have the same modifier roll off roll off uh, 12. I just rolled a straight d20. I didn't do uh, initiative. That's okay. We'll just use whatever he got. Anyways. 16. Okay. So body first. Do, 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 do.
Okay. So, y'all were all surprised. Uh, he rolled a fucking 19 on his stealth. Oh. As he creeped up on you guys. And so it just sounded like this hum was coming from everywhere, which is an aura that this creature, that now that it's his turn, uh, he is going to drop down and descend upon the one who just opened this door. I can fuck himself. So you see this large, mechanically large, flying monstrosity that's got six legs and has like human-like oh hands with claws on the end of them. And cat, boys. it's got like a big abdomen like a fly would have and then on the front of its face it's got these beady eyes and this oh, long fuck, no. thin proboscis it's like a combination of a beak and like a mosquito mouth it's got biscuits it, yeah proboscis that's the the technical term for it according to to the dnd info oh, I, yeah. have in front of me. I like biscuits and so it fl it crawls down over the the thing here in fact, it's gonna like crawl. It's gonna be like hanging on this thing. Oh, so wait down. a second. So it, it 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 passed a stealth check, and it was on the roof that whole time. It was on like the other side of this uh, thing, and it crawled up and over it. Okay. And yeah, passed the stealth check, and so it actually rolled shitty initiative. So it went last. So this is the very end of the surprise round, and it's gonna take its turn. Just uh, can you just um, for my notes, tell me what it's called. Uh, yes, it's a Kazme. But this mini's perfect, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It looks really Jeremy. close. Talik felt unconscious. Yeah, which, y'all, let me tell y'all what that is exactly. It's bad. It's, it's gotta horrible. be the worst one. It, it is. I'm incapacitated, I can't move or speak, and I'm unaware of surroundings. I drop whatever it's holding and fall prone. I automatically fail strength and dexterity checks. Attacks against me have advantage. Any attack that hits me is a critical hit. And I'm just going to tell you guys right now. Good fuck. I <laughs> have never been more nervous about a combat than I am this Wait, one right here. What? You mean in our campaign? Ever. In this campaign. Oh. Holy shit. All right. So... Here comes and the attack. I, I took my armor off. Here comes the attack oh, on God Body He's going to go after the guy who's trying to open the door. Do I get opportunity when he... My polar mastery, even though it's a surprise attack? So I would say if you hadn't taken your turn yet, you wouldn't. But after your turn, then yeah, I'd say you get reactions for the rest of the round. So yeah, you can take your reaction. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure that's how it's written. If you're surprised, you can't take actions or move on your round, but then you can take reactions afterwards. So. Oh, so he used a turn to get to us? Well, no, he's just rolled shitty initiative. So basically, initiative oh. started, and he had a surprise round, and then it was Body Knock's turn. Skip his turn because he was surprised. Talek's turn. Skip his turn because he's surprised. Shadow's turn. Skip it because he's surprised. And then it was the Casby's turn. Wait. 15 surprise? for his giant ass. Surprise the same as Frightened? No, no, surprise is not the same as frightened. Well, surprise fuck means you, man. a fifteen just hit, Seth. Oh my god! I haven't got to use that yet, but I cannot be scared. Oh, because of your halflingness. Yeah. Yeah, D four only. Twelve. Good roll. Hell yeah! Almost max. Okay, twelve. Alright, I'm scared what this thing's gonna do. He's like creepily hanging off the roof well, right above body. Yeah, and he goes to stab him with his proboscis. Um, however... Get that biscuit out of here. Deftly dodges to the size as well as an 8. Body, it's your turn. You have this creature. Mechanically, he's 5 feet from you. I'm just having a hard time getting him placed where I want. Is he like hovering? No, he's like crawling down the wall. Like imagine he's like got his front two feet on either side of the door above you, and he tried to stab down at you. Right. And his back two feet are still on the roof. Um well fuck this guy. He's creepy as hell. I know, dude. I'm gonna throw one of uh, my boy Leech's firebombs at him. Oh Alright. Yeah, how many firebombs did you buy? I, we kind of glossed over that. I just yeah. said one. That 
you can. He had up to four, so you can. They're fifty gold a piece, and you can yeah, I've got plenty have of as gold. many as you wanted. Up to All four. Right. All right. Um. So yeah, I'll throw one of the fire bombs at him. Um. What is the damage mechanic of that? Because I just have the bomb throw part. Oh man. Um. You'll have to add it in. Uh. Well, you you added the bomb throw. Yeah, it's in, you've got one hit. in your inventory. Um, yeah. On a hit, they do, so do 2d4. The I don't think that's going to hit him. It's fucking 11. That does miss. So okay. you just throw it up and over, and it goes off and down and falls next to the Some building. random <laughs> field. Sorry about your farm. It's it's already ruined. You'll notice on the way in, all the olive crops are ruined. Okay, um... Uh, can I use my bonus action to try to fucking hide and fuck this thing? I mean, you can't hide right underneath them, no. Well, I can go around the corner here, can I? Uh, I can. You per- can well, it, but but then you probably want to use your bonus action to disengage so he doesn't get an AOL. Uh, you could just disengage and back up if you wanted. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll disengage and back up like by the skylight. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so bonus action, disengage, retreat, Talik? Yeah, what can I do? How do I wake up? You are unconscious, and um, you're in this just awful dream where you're just falling through darkness, and there's like flames shooting up around you, and you're just falling. And you hear the droning just... In your mind, but you are—you're unconscious. There's nothing you can do. Fuck. Sorry. Okay. All right, Shadow. It's your turn. Okay, I'm going to use a bonus action to disengage. Can I do that? Um, you cannot use a bonus action to disengage. That's a special rogue feature. Okay. Fuck this guy then. Um, we're just going to go all out. Circle of blasting. Okay. going to launch a scorching ray right at his face. Oh, but I'm going to take my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark first. Okay. Bonus action, Hunter's Mark. Is scorching ray, is it an attack or does he roll a thing? Make a ranged spell attack. So, oh, yeah. It's, I, it's an attack. I, I don't want to yuck your yums, but if you're within five feet of someone, then you have disadvantage on ranged spell attacks against them. Okay. I'm just going to grab Talik and just try to sling him behind me. Okay. Um, let's see. He would... That would be like a, a grapple slash shove. We'll just we'll call it a shove. And he would automatically fail his strength check because he's unconscious. So, yeah, you can just do that. You can shove him up to, I think, 10 feet. Okay, so you want to move him 10 feet? Yeah. Okay, and that was my action? Yeah, that takes an action. Well, actually, that takes one of your attacks. Uh, Shoves and grapples are unique in that they take an attack from a multi-attack. So if you have extra attack, you still have an attack. Okay. So, going to be a 15 to hit. Wow. All right, that hits. And then I've got Hunter's Mark on him, plus Colossus Slayer. Yep, you injured him. So that's going to be a 23 damage. Oof, alright. That was so close to max. So 23 damage, and then I'm just staring him in the face. Alright, so you're here for it. Alright, so it's his turn, and uh, his little tasty halfling treat seems to have gotten away, and he has bigger problems now. So he is going to try to attack you. Oh man, that's going to be a 14 to hit? Miss. Oh. Let's see, what's his speed? He has a lot of speed. He, he's going to uh, take the attack of opportunity and try to fly away to the other side of this thing. Okay, so... What if I try to grab him? Don't on an attack think of opportunity. You can do grapples as an attack of opportunity, okay. but let so me. I'll just stab him. I was actually just. That's fine. Up. Well, hold on. 
grappling. I, I have it up because I was literally looking it up. Oh, okay. When you want to grab a creature, you can use the attack action to make a special melee attack, a grapple. If you're able to make multiple attacks with the attack action, this replaces one of them. Okay, that doesn't fully... I think, I think that means you, you can only do it as an action. But let me see... Attack of Opportunity. Opportunity attacks. You can make an opportunity attack when a hostile creature you see moves out of your reach. Okay, so it doesn't use capital A attack, whereas grapple does. I I'm pretty sure that opportunity attacks are a reaction, okay. whereas the grapple is part of your attack action. I missed. Okay, so he flies up and over the hill, um, and actually out of view from where you guys are currently. Body knock, what are you doing? So we can't see him? You cannot. He just flew up and over the thing. You still hear the droning hum. I, I, I say we just get in a third floor real quick then. I mean, is that door still open? Can we just like pop through? You had unlocked the door, yeah. What do you guys think? I'm down. I'm snoring. Oh yeah, uh, drag his fat ass in and let's go. Okay. How does that work, Sam? Let's stay in initiative and see what y'all can do to get in there. Uh, you've got movement and everything, body knock. What's your what's your plan? Now, how far am I to the door? You're about thirty feet from the door. Okay. Fuck, that's not even. I'm thinking about jumping through the skylight. <laughs> okay, the skylight did when y'all were checking it out. You know, it's it's got a a lock on it. Didn't seem to be a real sturdy. Okay, lock. I'm gonna use my I'm gonna use my movement to go the 25, so five feet from the door, I guess. And I'm gonna use my bonus action to get all the way in. Okay, so five feet, so. 25 feet bonus action dash uh, free object interaction to open the door and get on in so let me describe as you enter here you see a just simple room with a stairwell leading down that that's really it there's uh, windows facing out either direction not much else to see in this uh, this room here little okay. it's like a um so, yeah, I'm just going to post up here and get ready and wait for them to get through so we can get in here and shut the door from this fucking wasp. Okay. Talik, it is your turn, but you're asleep. Sorry. You're still unconscious. Mm -hmm. Shadow, it is your turn. I'm going to grab Talik by the ankles and start backing into the room. Okay. So, yeah, you can grapple him and then move with him. So how much movement? Yeah, you didn't have too far to move. No, I could have gone. I could have done it three times. Well, if you use dash, yeah. Okay, so y'all get everybody in. And then I kick the door closed. Okay, you see a, you see it, buzz it up, and you slam the door in its face, and it just like. And uh, we're actually gonna exit initiative. Okay. trying to uh, wake me up is still asleep <laughs> still unconscious rather All right, i'm gonna punch him in his dick okay you punch him in his dick you will have to roll an attack but you have advantage because he's unconscious <laughs> you you have to roll an attack oh but i'm it, not gonna you... actually punch him in his dick oh okay <laughs> or should i i mean i'm all for it Ah, fuck it. Let's dick punch him, see if that'll All get right. him stirring. You have advantage. Uh, is it just an unarmed attack? Yeah, unarmed attack. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I stab with a <laughs> shake blade. <laughs> uh, did you say I have advantage or disadvantage? You have advantage because he's unconscious. Oh. Well, fuck. Uh, advantage, boom, roll. There it is. That is a 20. Alright, yeah. modify 20. So you pop! Punch him in the dick. It does 
it does one damage because that's the minimum you can do since you have a negative strength um you do one damage because normally it's just your strength modifier and uh talik wakes up he goes oh god fuck how'd you do that for (laughs) and you missed the fight what what fight oh my god fucking bug y'all killed it good job no i ran away <laughs> it ran away or y'all ran away where are we well still, it ran away you still hear the the droning kind of coming in from the windows you see it kind of fly around outside you know flying around the windows the uh fuck is that thing all right let's get this fucking shitty guitar and get out of here all right let's go shadow's just seeing himself man i really like to protect nature but that thing needs to fucking die <laughs> yeah so there is a torch on this floor but as the stairwell descends it descends down into darkness okay it appears to be a small room down below you so we all have night vision so we can see 60 feet down there in gray hues can we see anybody moving uh no it looks like it's a real small room you don't you know you know how it is when you're like in a space like that you can you can feel a presence you don't feel anybody down in that tiny room below you right all right i'm going down last I let these two guys go down slowly in front of me it is a really tight quarters here yeah it is is there a door in this room so you uh get down here and you are thinking that for a second i'll, I'll describe it briefly there's a small desk uh, it seems to be laid out with uh, various, a whole stack of letters and some books and whatnot. Yeah, behind you, at the bottom of the stairwell, you're looking at the wall and it's pretty darn flat, except you see like a little tiny pocket handle for like a closet door. And looking at this thing a little bit closer, it looks like it's a door meant to be disguised, probably from the other side. Uh, and it would slide in to the wall. Interesting. Heading back out this way. I'll open it. Okay. What time did you guys go in, by the way? About 9.15-ish. Okay, yeah, y'all, y'all did wait, wait around all night. What's the move, I guess? Okay, so you uh, slide the door. I'm just going to move this piece over here now that that he's asking it probably was the move but whatever right you you open up the sliding door and you're looking at the back of a suit of armor standing in front of you i'm terrified of that suit of armor poke it the way i do everything when i enter these buildings is i'm going to quietly cast my wand of magic detection Okay. So I wind up a two. I, I love how you say quietly, like it removes the verbal component. Yeah. Well, I'm whispering. Everybody knows there's a there's an audible swoosh when you make a spell. Well, you have to say yeah. words for almost all the spells. Well, maybe he whispered. Well, whispered. there it is. Magic detection. Whisper. Okay. Uh, magic detection. So you are picking up a magical aura, and I don't remember, does it give you any details about where or how many or what kind? If you sense magic, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. Does it see through walls? It is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, uh, okay, one same, inch of a same thing standard. Lead magic wall rules yeah oh okay um in that case then you do in fact sense magic uh you sense right in front of you the whatever that thing's called elevator shines quite brightly with magic yeah and then the uh room up into the left the where you you couldn't see in before not the uh music hall but the other room you get the aura of something just a few feet into that room emanating magic as well did you say you do learn the school or not i do yeah uh and so you get crap that'd probably be 
transmutation magic from the elevator, and then from the other room, you get uh, enchantment. You get enchantment magic. Enchantment magic. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Okay. I'm really struggling not just kicking this suit of armor over. Um, so I'm going to try to move gently past the suit of armor. Is that possible? Um, yeah, make me a um, acrobatics check as you move past the suit of armor. Okay, it's going to be a 15. 15, yeah, you, you slip by it, no problem. Shadow, can you move that out of the way? I'm going to see if I can stealthily move it to its left against the wall, away from... Make me a sleight of hand check, actually, for that. Okay. 18. Okay, so yeah, you slide it over, uh, barely a creak. Put body in front of me behind Shadow, and I'm going to walk in last. Okay, okay so I've got so your marching order. I'm quietly... Yeah, y'all go ahead and make me a... Go ahead and make okay. me a stealth check. Stealth mission. 20. Doom, doom, doom. Okay. Uh, everybody make me one as y'all are moving forward. Stealth, please. Ooh, baby. 29. <laughs> okay. 29. All right. All right. Oh, 29. Nine. nine. Okay. Yeah, so you guys are moving around. Uh, Mr. Talek not being the, the stealthiest of people. Like, I like hit my toe on this elevator. I'm like, God damn it. I'm sorry. Sorry. You're like, what the fuck? All right. You want to open the big double door stuff? I do. All right. So you go and open them and they uh, open right up. So I creep up and visually peek in, but I do not, I don't go all the way in. I kind of like stick my head around the door. Okay. Yeah. So you don't see anybody in this room. They're, uh, like I, I described this in great detail before. It's the music room. It's got all kinds of instruments in it. Every every kind of instrument you can imagine. Large, small. You say anything? I have a mandolin that belonged to a zombie. So I, I realize you I see don't a know. a couple of mandolins and lutes and lyres. Did we get a description of his mandolin? Uh, that's what I've been worried about. Yeah. I, I don't know. Wait, why don't we just we'll steal all the mandolins? Fuck it. Did we ask Mackerel and Trout what it looked like, or did we ask Froderick what it looked like? Uh, we, we can say y'all did that, yeah. I mean, Frody would have described it in great detail. It, it is his baby. Yeah, he described it as this just absolutely beautiful golden mandolin. I think we did get that, because I was going to say golden. Yeah, so it he, he told you its name. It's called the Golden Axe. Uh-huh. Oh, it's golden. Yeah. And it, it is... So he told you, it is an incredibly valuable tool known as a Kanith mandolin. And it is one of the instrument of the bards, uh, which are... There's different instruments, but they're these incredible magical items that can grant a whole host of things to a bard that's attuned to them as far as like magical abilities that an adventurer might want, as well as uh, improving your performance checks and that sort of thing as well. Shadow, can you detect any of these instruments? Are they magic? That's what I was about to say. So Shadow's going to walk into the center of the room. Sorry, were you telling more, Sam? Uh, no, I was going to describe it in a little more detail. So it's it's all gold all over, and then it's covered in silver trim with uh, fine filigrees running along the outside and face of it. Okay, so just with my eyes, do I see anything? Uh, Make me a perception check. Okay. 17? Yeah, so you you see several instruments. uh, None of them jumping out at you as the incredible instrument described by Frody. Okay, so I cast my magic detect wand. So you're you're looking around and you don't sense anything in this room. Nothing's lighting up. And then you get that same enchantment light from the room next door. Okay. Okay. Are any of these instruments magic? Something's going on in that room where you're standing out in the hall. 
Okay, I am going to, while he says that, I'm just going to see, is this door unlocked? Okay, so you check that that door is unlocked, and it is locked. And Seth, about the time you finish your spell casting and are going to tuck your wand away, you look up, and... Oh, God. Standing on one of these cushions is this small, hideous creature that looks kind of like a chinchilla mixed with a frog and it just like cocks its head to the side in this real creepy way and then it goes and its head gets gigantic and uh its face spreads open in this giant maw and i need everybody to roll initiative shit How did my magic detection not find that thing? Oh god, I was on 20, I 11. 19. 4. How did my magic detection not pick that up? He not magic. Let me double check here. Let's see, yeah, he's... Ah, I apologize. It does say that... So he was invisible, and it does say that it magically turns invisible. So yeah, I definitely should have uh, had you detect. What is invisibility? What kind of spell is that? I, I believe that's uh, illusion or maybe transmutation. Yeah. Probably transmutation. So yes, you would have picked up uh, three other magical auras in this room about the same time as you saw the one. It's not a trick, Michael. A trick is something a whore does. Tyler, get your ass All in right. here! Let's get ourselves into a niche. So did they surprise attack me or not? This one did not. It's just going to be placed in initiative. But the other, we'll we'll say that since you detected them with magic, well, I know where they are. You're yeah, you're not surprised on any of these. But I will say that like, it you noticed them as soon as you detected magic and knew there were creatures in here with you. So I'm going to say the other two guys are surprised, and will lose their first round. Oh, I meant, did any of them surprise me? No, you're not surprised. So basically, we're all going to roll initiative. We'll skip Body Knock and Talek's first turn, but not yours. 19. I rolled an 11. 11. 19. Nice. Body Knock, what'd you get for a niche? Four. A four? (laughs) Oh my gosh. My, my My lucky thing doesn't work for initiative, does it? Um, It's a skill check. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, so I can re-roll then. Well, not attacks, nap. but any skill check. Or saves. Don't worry for okay, saves. well, that's a 21. 2-1. Two, much, much better. Okay. Alright, so... Ba, 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 it'll be... Body Knock would be first. Um, but we'll skip his turn. Then Talek, but we'll skip his turn. So it really won't hurt you guys. It's basically like you rolled bad initiative. Can I and ask then, a question? Yeah. When you said that you're the most worried about this fight did you mean that with the casme or this whole castle um well we'll we'll see oh okay that's fine (laughs) fine. (laughs) okay uh this guy in front of you is uh mechanically he is going to use his scare action so i need you to make me a wisdom saving throw as he (laughs) his hideous face at you oh let me send you the art found uh the official art was kind of lame, but I found some freaking great art on uh, somebody, some fan made it. I'm going to copy the deets for that, too, for you, Taylor. 14. Is it a quasi? Close. A four. Yeah, oh quasi. Uh, 14 succeeds. So you are not scared of this guy. You're like, shut up, you little freak. I knew you were here. Uh, that <laughs> That's his action, actually. Okay, so, in retaliation, because I'm just going to, in my mind, I'm going to pretend that Shadow knew that he tried to freak me out, I'm going to um, cast Fey Presence. Nice. And so, a 10-foot cube, any creature within a 10-foot cube has to make a wisdom saving throw or become frightened. Charmed or frightened, in this case, I'm going to say frightened. So, cubes emanate from you so something like this ish sort of thing that's weird looking but but something like that 
Sure. Yeah, it, there's a pulse section of the player's handbook. Cubes, cubes emanate from you instead of instead of going around you. You pick a point on one side of the cube. Oh. Okay. I had no idea. No, that's fine. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Okay. Okay, wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. My apologies. Let me roll those up. This little guy fails uh, his wisdom saving throw. So what happens to him? He's frightened of you. He's frightened of me until the end of my next turn. That's adorable. I love that. I love the reverse frighten. <laughs> okay. And then um, as my bonus action, I'm going to... I'm actually going to save my spell slot. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm going to stand here and stare at him. Yeah, Faye presents him. Yeah. All right. So you you make your... I imagine you, like, wipe your hands over your face and then make your best fa scary face. Yeah, yeah. He tries to scare me. I want to spit off my face, and I go, Rawr! I can't even... <laughs> Uh, so you did hit the uh, other one over here that runs up and attacks you from invisible. Uh, pull on mastery. But well, he's invisible when he runs up, so he just appears and attacks you. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he misses hard, uh, even with advantage from being invisible. He rolled a two and a three, and he succeeded on his fear save, so he's able to do that. And then the other one runs up to you, and he attacks with advantage from being invisible and that should hit that's an 18 that'll hit okay and I need you to make a constitution saving throw 15 15 for your con save okay so you succeed the con save so you take uh, 7 piercing damage as Strong this guy fuckers. bite or claws into you but uh you you stave off the poison okay that's great when that happens I react with a uh, hellish rebuke. Oh, okay. I'll just tell you right now, he failed whatever the save is. <laughs> it doesn't okay. matter what his modifier and is. He gets it's a dexterity saving throw of fourteen. Yeah, he and then he gets eleven uh, fire damage. Okay, so you just. And this guy gets blasted back a few feet and burns up. And it's just like, Aah! and then oh, he yeah. melts down into a pile of gooey ichor. Oh no! And uh, body knock. It is your turn, and it's actually your turn. You're around the corner, total distance of like 25 feet from the dead one, and then like, you know, maybe 30 feet from, or 35 feet from the other guys. They're on the other side of Seth. But you can get into the room in 25 feet, no problem. Okay, yeah. Uh, so wait, one's dead, right? One is dead. Okay, and where's the live one point to? It's, I, oh, it's on the couch here. And there's yeah, one they're, next they're on the couches in there. Shadow. Yeah, the one right next to him. Oh, he's small, fuck. Yeah, they're so, little guys. Are they they're, tiny? Uh, they are mechanically tiny. Okay, well, fuck it. Uh, I haven't used the tiny one yet, so I'm going to take a shot with Chameleon. Oh, the one time it'll be uh, not a, it'll be a detriment. Yep, I just want to see. Seventeen hit. Seventeen is a hit. Okay, and tiny damage. Five. Okay, he is within what? five feet though, so you do get your what you call it sneak attack. Was, uh, sneak attack. Yeah, because shadows within five feet. So sneak attack. So five on that, and then sneak attack is eight. Okay, which one are you shooting? Uh, the couch boy. Couch boy? Okay, so you uh, you put an arrow into him, and he just flips over the backside of the couch and does the same thing, dissolves into a little pile of goo. All right. All right. End of your turn? Yeah, I'll end it. Uh, wait, uh, is that the is that the mandolin? Uh, that is not the mandolin. It does oh, okay. not match the description. Well, fuck. <laughs> you were ready to just 
that one worth anything? Cheese it. Uh, yeah, so a lot of these instruments are definitely worth yeah, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, okay. that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking around this room, you yes. know, the halflings were telling you that he's, you know, in all kinds of debt trouble, and you're like, these instruments have to be worth a fortune. Can he just sell some of these freaking instruments? Yeah, I'm a pocket for that one. Then in my turn. All right, Talik, now it's your turn. After uh, Body Knock used his free object interaction to throw a mandolin over his back in my prison wallet, I run around the corner and look into the room, and I just see this one little thing, and I already see two dead ones, and I'm like. Shadow, just kill that one. Come on. Uh, it's one turn. of the dead one's turns, and then it's Shadow's turn. So I'm going to swing my glaive at this one standing right next to me for a 23 to hit. How how do you finish the last little boy here? Are you sure it's going to kill him? Uh, what'd on. you do? Not nine. Yeah, that kills him. Um, oh, I just look over at him and just basically with the weight of the glaive, just drop it down in the top of his head. And he just splits into like a little frog getting cut and uh, dies and boils down into a little pile. We got of a problem, boys. That was loud. And those things screamed. <laughs> yep. Keep your eyes peeled for these weirdos. are weird. I I haven't had much to do with tieflings. They kind of freak me out. I can't decide if I love them because they're animals or I hate them because they're not human. Well, they're definitely not animals. They're demonic. That's not how Shadow sees them. They have horns and a tail. (laughs) (laughs) They're goats. They're happy little goats. You picked up some magic in this room, Shadow? Let's check it out. Where's that axe? I'm done with this place. Start wailing. (laughs) What? uh, So this door's locked? I checked Uh, it right before we fought. Body knock, come pick this lock. I'll watch this the hallway. Last time I did that, though, we almost got fucked up, but... Alright. Yeah, Yeah, I want you to hit with the adamantine axe. Actually, while he's doing that, can I come over here and slide this this door back? Um, yeah. You can... I'd like to do that. I think I picked it. 29. 29. Good lord. Jeez, is that another nat 20 on a freaking check? Yeah. So, yeah, um, with uh, with no time at all. And you have a feat that lets you pick it in like one round too, don't you? I think so. Yeah, so you just open that guy right up. And so you look in, you see a bedroom before you. Uh, it's a very nice, lavish bedroom. Um, there's a little desk on one side and then a, a large four-post bed. And then at the foot of the bed is a big treasure chest a trunk rather mm. y'all see the y'all see the mandolin uh, uh is the trunk locked well we haven't gone in yet there is definitely some enchantment magic right inside this room we'll disenchant it bitch uh <laughs> Talik, hit that chest with your axe okay pull out the adamantine axe and swing it at the, the chest Okay, you pull out the adamantine axe and swing it at the chest. Um, Was yeah, not make, ready for that one. Make me an attack roll. Yeah. I'm, okay. <laughs> We're subverting expectations. I love it. Uh, I'm just going to do this because I don't have it equipped. It's a 21 to hit. It okay, deals max damage with no roll required. Right. Oh, you're right. It does. It does. So, what would be max damage on it? It's a one d ten. It ignores resistances, immunity, or damage reduction. Blah blah. blah. So it does ten. So, so it does ten damage. Four. Okay, so you chunk a good chunk into this thing. You wood splinters off everywhere. It's not a mimic. <laughs> oh, thank God. Chest in this universe. You've, you've got a good chunk in it, but it's it's not quite open yet with uh, one attack. All right, I'll take another swing at it. Okay, while he's doing lid. that, uh, the other two you guys, y'all make me a perception check. 15. 
Talik, you bust off the, the front Pretty of this thing, chunk the lock open, and uh, it looks, you know, unsecured. Badinok, you, uh, you hear something. Uh, a sound on the stairwell coming up from down below, back in the same wing that y'all came down from. Back down the hallway. I'm going to let them know that I hear footsteps coming up the stairs, and I'm going to draw a chameleon and turn that shit, way. Shit, shit. All right, I, I, I hurriedly pry open the lid. What do I see? Okay, so you open up the lid, and actually, the second you open up the lid, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Shit, okay. To be continued on the next episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies. Find out what happens to our party next week.